back with part two of episode 93. Um, okay, so we talked about that. Why don't... Well, I brought up the, the, the topic of, like, guilty pleasure stuff, guilty pleasure television shows, and the main reason I did that was because I don't watch any of the housewife shows, and I don't watch, I watch any of the Jersey Shore shows or don't any of that. Jersey Shore, no. Don't watch But I cannot get enough of the A-list New York. Oh. I... I'm head over heels in love with this show. <laughs> is it because of a particular person? No, it's because of all of them. There is something like it's like it's like Jane Goodall with a you know jungle full of gay <laughs> that wear Prada. No, I didn't watch the first season, and to me, so far you have these to watch first the first two season episodes. To watch the second. Are a lot of drama and I, that yeah, I don't know the foundation yeah, of, and that's the, all it is. There's no stuff. content, but it's. I think they. I shouldn't Circuit insult boy. it because we're involved with Circuit the show. Circuit Boy Twinkie stuff, which I'm just not interested. But in. but it's it's. I don't. Know, it, to me, it's also it, it's. I find it fascinating because for most of the people on the show, basically they're selling themselves as a product. Oh yeah. You know, and so you're watching them shill themselves on television. To me, which is, in essence, almost kind of selling your soul a little bit. You know, but <laughs> a little piece. But they have no they have no shame with it. I mean, they're <laughs> at least that I can tell. And there's, it's also sort of refreshing when you have somebody who's just willing to just completely be exposed, you know, you know, and, and for for better or for worse. And there's just little things. It's just fun. I don't know. It's so it's like they're they're allowing themselves to be a target. So it's almost mm. fun to discuss their lives because it's not like we're being like I'm being a dick because I'm talking about them. They've opened their lives up for me to mm. discuss by having a show that they take part in. Right. right. And so there's like. This guy, Mike, who was kind of the only one I thought... Mike Ruiz. In Ruiz, who had kind of a head on his shoulders, because he was the only one who wasn't super dramatic last season. Is he the photographer yeah. guy yeah. from... Okay. And in one of the but episodes this, this season, season, he's photographing Rodney in clothes from my company. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, those are sexy jeans. You were involved in them. Yeah. Oh, Lower um, jeans for men. But what's great about watching him is that... <laughs> This season, he starts his T-shirt line that has like his face, which and he his wants name. to put in our. He's bugging us to put in our New York store. I know, and it's but it's like, like, who would wear? Why would you wear a shirt with someone else's face, face and their and name stuff, on yeah. it? Just, it's really like kind of narcissistic and weird. And then to heighten the narcissi- narcissism, he falls in love, and his boyfriend looks almost Just exactly like, like him. He does. <laughs> oh, uh, it's and, and the boyfriend is his publicist. Yeah, as well. it's just, oh god, they're like it's very it's, strange. It's really cool. Well, you can just watch that show. Yeah, I know. Keep us informed. And you know what? Fun. Hey, like I said, for some reason, I can watch this one and it doesn't hurt me. Like if I try to watch like the Jersey Shore or the Housewives shows, I really do feel like it's hurting my soul. Housewives. Like it's yeah. it's it's hurting <laughs> well, my being. I love I all the Housewives. In fact, they have Teresa's uh-huh. latest cookbook. Oh yeah, oh fabulous. Maybe that's it too because right I don't want to support them. Yeah, but you haven't seen Teresa. That's, that's you know, me. I don't want to support them. It's so like I don't going watch, to see movies yeah. that suck. Like you know, like you're supporting yeah. that hey. part of the industry. There was a solid ten minutes of Teresa's muscly husband's nipple on the camera. Uh, in this week's Christmas episode. I'm going to use the restroom while you guys talk about this real quick. I'm going to abstain so my soul doesn't hurt. What's <laughs> this from The Housewives? This is from The Real Housewives of New Jersey. It's actually Teresa's cookbook. It's called, her latest cookbook. It's called Fabulicious. And I own it. God. And one of the things that's in it, even, it's all Italian recipes from her family and stuff. And a lot of them are very simple and basic, but you know they seem amazing. I haven't tried any of them yet. Good. One of the dessert recipes is a chocolate salami. Oh, wow. And essentially what it is, it's actually a cool idea. Imagine, that's her husband. Um, Imagine um, 
Yeah, he's he's like a stocky, beefy muscle guy. Her husband uh, is. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's adorable. Bryce and I are constantly just... texting during the show while they while they show him. Um, they had him in Long John's, and the two of them were in bed. But they first had sex, and oh. um, he uh, <laughs> righty then. The chocolate, the chocolate, the salami is essentially uh, the basic fudge recipe where you right. make it with. Um, Sweetened condensed milk, I guess, or whatever. But instead of like just spreading it out in the pan, you actually crunch up like vanilla, vanilla wafers or animal crackers in it. Oh, yeah. Mix it in with the fudge, then roll it or whatever and refrigerate right. it and cut it like salami. So the pieces of cookie that you crumble up in there look like right. the, like the marbling yeah. in, a, in a salami and the ground meat in a salami. What a cool idea. But some cute recipes. I think you should be making that. Well, I can. Soon. I, um, what do you call it? Um, but I. I know there's. I don't know what my attraction is of the show, but I've watched all of them, and from the start, I think the Real Housewives of Orange County. I was interested in them because it was sort of a California thing, and they were close by, and it was interesting to see how these wealthy people lived. And sometimes, just like those Jersey Shore kids are constantly saying stupid stuff. Sometimes these people say some really narrow-minded, nasty. like in not even nasty, but like in their own little world stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like. You know, well, that's with, what's with, fascinating about those yeah. shows. I mean, it's the like, only thing that I even come our, close to this is uh, is Doctor Who. I guess yeah, it's like we're downsizing our house to eight thousand square feet. You know what I mean? It's like we're just moving to a smaller house. You're like, what? What? In what world is that a small house? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's interesting to watch them because their lives are so out of perspective. With you know, some Mainstream of them, American. yeah. And there's a few, and the ones that I like the most are the people who are the most down to earth. You know, you know, members of those shows, but I really like it. Now Brian's oh, back, sorry. so we can stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it the the happy to see me chocolate salami? That's it. Happy to see me chocolate salami. I think the one that would really bug me was the the woman um, who was on the DC Housewives, the one who had been the gate crasher at Obama's. Oh, her. Party. Like the fact. I just hated that they were giving her more of the spotlight when she was such a Salahi, see yeah. you next Tuesday. The, the problem with that that show too is, and I don't think that one's coming back. Is the one thing the, the thing that really bugged me about it most? There was a um, oh, I shouldn't say it necessarily. But there was a couple on there. I'm not mentioning the race. Um, Which and means they're they black, had, right? Okay, <laughs> let's say they're right. <laughs> You're not going to mention it. Well, I don't remember their names, so it's to specify them. And they had a, they, all they had a, she had a close gay friend who was her hairstylist thing or whatever, and they were like totally supportive of him or whatever. They get this sit down with some kind of um, it wasn't a congressman, it was you know some 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 political person there or whatever. So they get a sit down with him and they could bring their friend to talk about gay issues. And the person they sat down with was like a Barney Frank, but it wasn't Barney Frank, but it was another openly gay person who was gay issues. And they so they arranged that so they could all be there together and. And they sat there in the middle of it and said, well, you know, all this is good and fine. Um, we can't really support it because our pastor at a church says it's a sin. And they were started thumping the Bible. It's like, why would you bother to do that in the first place? You know what I mean? It just made them look extremely bad and, and stuff like that. But um, and we were talking about this, too. We were broaching, we were, Bryce and I were actually talking about the subject and saying that if we had... That we should, that it'd be great to do one here. Because we're, as opposed to A-List New York, we're more... Stereotypical, realistic of a, uh, you know, of bear people, of be- the bear community. You know, what but I mean? as soon as you bring a show like that here, it's going to destroy the community. This it's is what Brian had said. Be, was saying that they too. they want drama for good TV. We don't have that's drama. what I was going to yeah. say. We don't it's, have enough drama. I guess I should say we do have. Well, drama, but that's the thing. A TV producer drama, but it's below the surface. Oh yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll create it and manipulate it. Think about yeah. okay. Think about a lot of it's editing think too. About the, the living in San Diego and the mm-hmm. friends that you have. And the 
understanding and knowledge that you have of them and that they have of you. And then imagine if some complete outsider came in and just stirred it a little bit, made sure mm-hmm. that certain people heard certain things about certain people who yep. said certain things. Yep. It would end it. Exactly. You should never know everything that people mm. think about you or know That's about you. True. You know, yeah. nobody should know that. And as soon as you do, it's just like no wonder those bitches on a list are slapping each other and throwing drinks. You know, mm. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I wonder how. I mean, how they really get along if they really have a problem, or since they're all bitching about each other. You know what I mean? And then a lot of the reality shows know. are staged anyway. Well, a lot of the people. I think That's a lot of the people thing. on these shows, on the Housewives shows especially, aren't really friends. weren't really friends before the shows. Like right. the shows put them together. So if they bitch at each other, they're not losing a friend necessarily. True. And like on A-list, like most of these guys would probably not choose to hang out with each no. other except that they have to because of this television right. show. Right. But I don't really think they're a good representation of the gay community as a whole. I don't think anybody no, on TV is a good representation of anybody, mostly when it comes right, to those kinds of shows. Right, that's why I think normal... Just like the people in the Jersey Shore aren't a good representation of Italian-Americans. Sure, yeah, from right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's not what people want. Don't people don't want to see good representations, because that's no fun. They're not doing anything bad. <laughs> There's people no want to watch people do bad, rude, you know, uncool stuff. Jeez. Right. I don't know. I still think... Same I, reason I why know. people read The Inquirer and not any kind of, like, you know, uh, 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 news Newspaper about you know oh, poli- yeah, politics their circulation you know? is up in the regular newspaper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why does nobody watch C-SPAN? You know, I mean, yeah. you know. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not that I'm they're fr- good people doing good things. I was thinking but. about this earlier, and then I totally spaced out and forgot about it. But going back to Comic Con, did you guys read the the article about the little boy who was lost? Mm-mm. And I guess he was wandering around and he was crying because he got separated from his parents and he couldn't find them. Was he so, Superman? Was he a naked baby? No. They find him in a capsule. No. Inside the road. <laughs> no. So anyway, he was crying. Was it Moses? And no, and instead of going to like a security guard or whoever, because he was told not to talk to strangers, he went to a, a woman who was dressed like Wonder Woman and a guy who was dressed like the Flash. Oh, funny! And went to them and said, "Can you help me find my dad?" And they were like, "Sure, oh I my can." God. And like they actually, they actually like were like, "Okay, this because he was like, he was like Flash, you know, and like <laughs> like was totally like oh. like saw these these two these two people and as like, their I've been for this moment all my life. My, oh God. my God. And so yeah. they, they, so they, so they took him home and no, no. right, so <laughs> no, drilled a hole in his head. They actually him. they they helped him find his parents and stuff. But Aww, I just thought it was really cute. But there's cute. there's a picture where the Flash is actually like down on his knees and he's like talking to the little boy and he's like, you can see him like crying like Aww, where's my mom you know and it was just God. and Wonder Woman was just kind of sitting there like looking you know and it was just really cute. Was it a so guy? Was just was Wonder Woman. No, it was a woman. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, that's really. But nice. I just thought that was really cute and sweet and these, you know, human interest story. It comes yeah. Down. Well, I don't know. Interesting, yeah, because the Flash wasn't one of the super friends, right? So yeah, really yeah, he was sort of the Flash. Kind of. They put him in a couple of different little cartoons. Okay. Well, I always go by cartoons, not by comics. So mm, I don't oh, yeah. know how. I thought he was back at the Legion mm. of Doom. Yeah. yeah I'm meanwhile, of... at the Hall of Justice. Uh, so you guys don't have any other? There's no guilty pleasure. Tele- well, you don't watch oh, television. The other, yeah. The only thing I would say would be RuPaul. RuPaul's Drag Race ah. is a is a guilty pleasure. Yeah. And again, where you watch really? where you watch, you know, the, these twinks. I watch it. You know what? If you would watch the first season, there's. I was just watching it because it was entertaining mm-hmm. and kind of a train wreck. And then there comes one point where this just this bomb gets dropped. And like Brian, I found myself oh, crying watching this this one thing. I'm like, I can't believe I'm watching a show about that drag queens, and I'm all emotional and wrapped up in this. I think the the best thing about um, that that's a great picture. Justin showing us the picture from Comic Con. It's so great. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, I know it's hard because they really look. They're they're good representations like yeah. of the superheroes too. Um, 
There, I think the best thing about the first season was the reunion special because I think it was the first season where RuPaul just fucking laid it out and you're just like, wow, RuPaul is pretty amazing. You know, I tried <laughs> watching two or three episodes of last season, but it just seemed like it was the same yeah. stuff, congratulations, and <laughs> the same corny yeah. shit. And last like, season, uh, the dragulator doesn't lie. Uh. I liked uh, Raja in last season, yes. even though, you know... It, I guess well, one was, of the girls at Dreamgirls Saturday Night was a former contestant of uh, the, the thing. Uh, oh. Mo, well, Monique. Two shows. Mo, Monique. No, it's not Monique. It's something. I don't, I don't remember. Know. But yeah. Oh, you know. Something like that. Yeah. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy was a real guilty pleasure for me. That was fun. That was, 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 was must-see TV for, yeah. for the, in the yeah. first oh, season. And yeah. Then, yeah. It's so funny that that show even existed now. Like, you can't even, like... There was a show called What I, mean, I Hate About You that Mo Rocco was the host of, and it was the most excellent show um, it was they take couples they did it with gay couples too and they would tell a pet peeve about the other person oh man and then whoever's pet peeves <laughs> were worse or whatever the other person you know that, that person won and they had to subject the other person to whatever it was to the, the pet peeve the one I remember it was a husband and wife and the husband crunched too loud when he ate she thought so in the end when she lost he she had to sit with two giant speakers next to him while he ate a bowl of cereal into a microphone. <laughs> she had to sit and suffer through it. But some of them were really funny. The one was the guy it was this gay couple and the one said he doesn't pay attention to money. Like he doesn't get like he you know we we had a bill at a, a restaurant or whatever the bill came it was six hundred dollars so we gave him his credit card and paid it he goes I picked up the bill and looked at it and there was eighty dollars worth of stuff that we never ordered on the bill and he never bothered to look at it he just handed his credit card mm. so to prove a point they went to the, he sent him to, out on errands to the dry cleaner to this nursery into this deli and told them all to overcharge him and they had overcharged him like close to two hundred dollars and he's like you know did you really think forty one dollars for two sandwiches was the right amount of money and all this other stuff and like to prove that they don't pay attention to these little tricks. And it was just a very clever show. It never lasted. It was only on one season, but it was was great. Well, I I thought of of this topic because last night um, the rugby team came in to the bar and they were all, you know, getting loaded and having a good time. And I, and, I, and the TV show I put on while they were doing that was Toddlers and Tiara. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh I thought there was just something, God. like, beautifully perverse well, about that's a- that. Because <laughs> oh. I'd never really watched the show. I knew it existed. And, I started, and I'm kind of watching like out of the corner of my eye while I'm doing other stuff. And I'm like, oh. it is the creepiest. I mean, I know everybody knows yes. that it's creepy and disgusting. But oh. it's just, to me, it's also very transparent, too. Because most of the yeah. women. Some of it seems set up, too. Seem really, like. You know, like whatever they tried to do in their lives, they weren't able to accomplish. Living so they're living kids. it through this tiny little thing. Yeah. Isn't it when most people are messed up when they're adults is because yeah. some, something was sexualized For, when they were a child? Well, that's the thing. I'm like, either these either these girls end up on a pole or as a newswoman for Fox News. Mm. You know, it's like that's their choices in life after they do this. <laughs> it's going to be Both one or the other. Vacuous. I know. I, yeah. I was watching that and I can't watch it anymore because the woman is just a fucking sea monster. But you know what? You know what creeped me out the most from watching. Watching it mm. was when, like, one of the girls, like, one of the really, the ones that are awesome at it or whatever, it creeped me out because they would turn that on. And if you looked at the face, you do forget that they're only like six mm. and you yeah. understand what it is that these judges are looking for. Mm. But then it just creeped me out all the more because I'm just like, You fell for it. Yeah. They don't, that they're, you're stealing their childhood, uh, you know? Because yeah. it is sort of amazing that they Ooh. look, they look incredibly beautiful, but it's like, it's so gross. I shouldn't be saying that a six year old looks beautiful because she looks like she's 27. Well, this is dance yeah. models. <laughs> right. The kids That's for these wrong. dance things are very similar and they showed or whatever. That 
the you know the, the little girl was talking about her the shade of lipstick and she was six years old. I'm like a six year old. You're putting lipstick on your six year old yeah. child. Just think what we could like, do at some point. Does something just switch and say, "Hey, whoa"? Think what we could I'm do as a country if we had children um, being like indoctrinated indoctrinated into political theory mm. at the age of four, the way they are into these right. beauty pageants. Yeah, you know, right. we would culture. be like well, taking some major like apps or mathematical theory <laughs> or science or anything that would actually benefit it's our culture. Facebook, it's running <laughs> right. Asian countries. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. I don't know. But that that dance spelling bee is just horrible. Like that. Yeah. that I cannot watch. Yeah, there's so and there's so much television now now too. I mean, you know, I flip through the channels and it's just like I love. Um, um, the one that you don't like, the one where they the storage wars. Oh, I love uh, storage wars. Storage so wars got he got he got real last night because now there's this new guy who has uh, like he loves to throw money around. Yeah, and he was fun with everybody. And, um, I really do. Uh, I do enjoy that uh, that he show. Toy. Um, I do too. That's one of my favorites. He brought you a toy. I know he's so he's such a special dog. I'll take it away. Um, <laughs> so okay, well let's talk about. Um, well, we're all we're all Apple folks now, with the exception of Mr. Vito. So you might be a little bored I with some of this. I got an iPhone. So, but they just they came out with the the Lion Love operating system, and um, I have to say, on the whole, I'm completely don't give a shit about it. Like everything they added to it does nothing for me because I'm not a single screen user. And right. most of the coolest stuff it does only benefits you if you're using a single screen. It, you know what? If I'm <laughs> running my laptop by itself, it's really cool having that extra, just that extra little real estate. But I'm also two screens, and so a full screen thing. Yeah, and yeah that doesn't yeah. work. That doesn't How work. Um, have you felt about? Uh, have you have any of you changed the scrolling of the mouse back to be the other way? No, no. I'm trying to do what Steve wants me to do and That's learn how to scroll. Too. Here's why, though, because I'm not. I'm using. He flips the scroll, Vito, like on a mouse so when you scroll down. Like now when you scroll down, it goes up, and when you go, yeah. And reality, yeah. it's making it more like iOS. Exactly. The, the way you scroll right. on an iPad or an iPhone, it's the it, same direction. But when I use when I use my trackpad, I got a Magic Trackpad. I keep I it. I keep it that way. So, and it took me about a day to think. Okay, this is going to be scrolling. I'm exactly still like I do my iPad. Correcting myself. Yeah. But um, now I'm now I find myself using my my. Uh, uh, trackpad a lot more than I use my mouse. I had to turn some of the features off because with the trackpad or whatever, if you accidentally are trailing a finger, a three-finger thing does the thing where it splits up right. the screens. And I have two screens uh-huh. too, so it doesn't really yeah. um, it doesn't really work for me. And it's just that that that's that kind of weird. The thing that bothers me too, yeah, it worked too. Um, wow. The thing that's weird for me is the thing that one like nitpicky thing that I don't like, and I haven't done any research about how to change it back. Did you notice when you run the Finder? All the icons on the left side, there used to be these cute little color icons uh-huh. and yeah. little things. Now it's all bigger. It's oh, too okay. big. That you can change the icon size of that. The icon size in the finder icons also, weirdly enough, affects the icon size in mail. So if yeah, you write mail, and mail stuff, too. that is in your system preferences and it changes the. the I have to find it because it's annoying me. Because I have so huge. many things, all the computers on the network at work or whatever, and the, they've yeah. made this bigger font and now it's this whole scroll. To no, find the, thing that, the thing that gets me is that they've taken all the, the color out. So, like yeah. in the side finder, because yeah. I've got a ton of external hard yeah. drives and each hard drive has a different colored icon, mm. you know, a different colored yeah, icon. Don't you think you, you can add it back, seat. though? Don't you think there's a way they don't have any kind of color coding or anything color. you do? No, it's not hmm. color. It's gone. Now, it makes you wonder if maybe that's something they'll add down the road. God, I wish they would bring it back. Now, I, but I no, like they've been the taking new, it out slowly. I, I like the new finder. Out. I mean, once I opened yeah. it up a little bit more, I liked it. Yeah. And, um, 
and I'm digging mail. And I was really what Threading I was really impressed with was, was um, yeah. it, it impressed me that when I opened up my Gmail through Safari, it said like, "Do you want to add this to your you know right. your mail system and everything?" And I was like, "Oh sure, what, you know for shits and giggles, why not?" And then I I like the interface on the mail thing, and all you have the of course what you mean I don't like a central I don't want one mailbox with everything in it. That makes me it skews me out. I've got too yeah. many mail accounts. Yeah. But you can make little sub accounts that are basically it's basically it yeah. ends up looking kind of like uh, like this on your iPad. Oh, wait, I've never but used. But don't you click the little carrot next to inbox? It shows your individual accounts. That's no. Yes. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm doing it wrong. I'm, yeah. It didn't I'll show that. For yeah, because you can compress them so it looks like they're all in one inbox. But if you click the little carrot next to it, it expands. It shows oh, because your individual I do the accounts. Or, but if you click on the word oh. inbox, it shows them all. All okay. put together, but then when you click on the individual accounts, it Carrots? shows the individual hmm. account. A little arrow, a little. I'll have to click it up because I, I could have sworn I tried to do something like that and it didn't work. Is and all I had to do was create a. Way? I could create a specialized box that just was all the mail from this account goes here. Yeah. Yeah. you know, like kind of oh. conditional, like you almost do like an Outlook's office. Yeah, but it's, or, it's or so Outlook right. Right. It's probably yeah. well, anyway. it's. It's a PC person oh, okay, trying to yeah, learn how to use. Just click the little arrow next to the yeah. inbox, and you should see your individual yeah. inboxes below it. And I could have sworn I tried to do that, but yeah. again, that was the first time I'd even remotely tried to use the mail functionality in on an iMac because I don't use my my me account for mm -hmm. anything really except for my pay stuff. It, Reed was talking about it. He said he really, really, really loves the new the Threading. new email um, the new <laughs> mail application is like I paid forty dollars for a new email application mm. and I got a, you know a new OS well, along with and it. And I know the old version did uh, message threading too, but I never turned I turned that feature off because I thought it was too confusing. But with the new one, I'm fine. I'm really using message well. threading, oh, God, and for awesome. system emails, it's hard the to explain. But for system emails, I get at work, it makes it so much easier because I get the system automatically sends me yeah. notifications when stock is low on a particular product. Right. And since all the products have the same product number in different sizes, it puts them all together. So I yes. click on the one thing and I. Oh, we're low on small and medium in this. You know, what oh, I mean? that's it cool. puts them together Very rather cool. than separated. Yeah. So that's really handy. Well, did you so, notice? And not sorry. not to drift off of line too much, but did you notice with Facebook's recent upgrade too? Have you gotten the new mail that messenger yet? thing? I like that. Yeah, uh, that it makes you me it, your messages are actually part of the messenger. No, thing you have an email messenger address, on. and if someone sends an email to that email address, it goes into your messages of Facebook. Oh, I didn't so you know can that. you can optionally use that. But what they've also done is they've taken. Any message you've ever sent to a particular person through the Facebook messaging mm -hmm. is all now housed under their handle. Yeah, so you have weird, all that history. You look at an old message and you see like, oh my god, I haven't talked to this person since. Yeah, March. but I mean, and for me, was... that's like really helpful having all the history there rather um, than having to go through individual things. So yeah. I what I don't dug. like is it seemed like when it first came out, and now it seems like it stopped doing it. Is it kept turning chat on for me for some reason? Uh, Something too, was yeah. turning chat on. It has a huge bar. I just and I'm have like, to, so I, I don't to go want to the little chat. Is part of messaging now. Oh no, that's that's the that's the little. The status line, the yeah, chat. it's got that little yeah. ticker that basically adds anytime something does somebody, some somebody does something, it ticks up there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want yeah. that. I like so just that. go to the settings, so. the little gear, and uh, yeah, I turned it off, but it was turning itself back on for some reason, oh. and I don't know why. Because and, Facebook uh, knows better than you what you need. Did you? <laughs> I love <laughs> that it's bad when Facebook does that, but when Steve Jobs does that, it's perfectly okay. <laughs> 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 mm, it's like it's Zuckerberg bad, Jobs good. <laughs> Dar. Um, speaking, speaking of well, speaking of Facebook, I was. Did you guys see that I had to wear like the 
cone of Facebook shame? No. I, yes. yes. Oh, many likes. Because you my, did. my birthday broke Facebook. Because it seems like rep- repetitive action. Yeah. You did like, 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 like. Because I got, you so know, I got like birthday greetings for my them. birthday. So I was like, oh, this is so cool. But I didn't want to, like, necessarily respond to every single one. So I was just going to like them all. Yeah. And then it just goes, boom, you've been banned from repetitive for repetitive use of a single function. Yeah. And you can no longer use it. And so I didn't, I couldn't use it for a day. And then when I got it back, I liked, like, four things in a row. And it took me, it took it away from me again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I to make like, sure you're not a I got it back now. It, why, basically, it's an automated function. I don't understand function. why you can't like Because it may, cause it, cause like. he could be running some kind of bot it's, that mm, automatically goes in and likes things for some kind of... And it's not of, just liking. I'm sure if I had gone in and posted as many times as I had, as I had liked something right. in a row, it would have done the same thing. It was a very generic it, message. It thinks saying he's you're just, just abusing he, a certain function and you've been banned from using it. It thinks he... It's, yeah, it thinks he's... But it was kind of man. funny. I was just like... I was like, whoa, <laughs> cool. I've never gotten into trouble with that. JP knows how to write scripts. Yeah. Um, but so back to Apple stuff. But uh, so iOS five is going to be coming out soon, yes. and according to their website, it has more than two hundred fe- uh, new features for your iPad, iPhone. Well, or iPod how many Touch. lines supposed to have? Wow, it was supposed to have a hundred and something, wasn't it? Lions. I've noticed, like, Lion. Lion. Oh, lions! Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a bunch. I'm I'm running uh, the beta of iOS five now. It's up to beta yeah. four on my iPad. What I I mean, I'm jazzed with the notification yes. center that you kind of showed us Beautiful. when we were here before. Yeah. So That's better. really cool. Um, I love that they're going to give messaging to iPads now. I mean, that's crazy. Yes. I can be I can send text messages with my iPad now if it's on yes. Wi-Fi because they're, they're going to have their own kind of it's like a specialized network sort of kind of um I haven't I haven't actually worked it out but I think it's tying into other stuff too. Have you noticed that if you guys use iChat in Lion, iChat is not only AIM now, it's also Yahoo. So I noticed that both of those services are in, in addition to the Google stuff and ICQ, all the Jabber and clients. Because yeah. it, it's a, basically you can send unlimited text messages via Wi-Fi or 3G from your iPad, iPhone, or iPod Touch to anyone with one of those devices. Yes, mm. that That's was a weird cool. thing. With a friend of mine, I noticed he was direct messaging more, me more through Twitter. And I, and I hate direct messaging through Twitter because yeah. I'm always afraid it's going to slip out and, and not that I'm oh, saying yeah, it, yeah. but it slips out and ends up being pull a, a public pull thing. A wiener. But then I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> um, I realize why he's doing it because he's sitting there with his iPad, not his iPhone. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Well, and the other thing that's nice about this is like, let's say you have an iPhone and an iPad, the conversations stay the same. Yeah. You can put down one device and pick it up which on the nice. other, which is neat. They're doing something called Newsstand where you can have magazine subscriptions. That's not super interesting to me but maybe mm. maybe it could be I guess mm. um, if you traveled a lot I could well, see they have why a that would be handling, handling RSS feeds right yeah mm. it, that also has R- but that has the, uh, the RSS feeds built into this I guess too yeah maybe I always thought that flipbook thing was the neatest thing I'd ever seen on an iPad oh I still love flipboard flipboard yeah, flipboard's yeah. awesome and then the reminders app um, seems like it's going to be pretty pretty nifty especially we were talking yeah, about yeah especially with, with the, the location GPS feature built in Hmm. So you can set you can set oh, I heard about an that, alarm yeah. like if you're leaving your house to remind right. you to do something. Right, yeah. and again that or goes across all your you devices. Cross a certain line or whatever. Right. Oh, awesome! Right, yeah. you say oh, okay, okay when I'm yeah. ten minutes from home, remind me to call and order the pizza. Or something. I love yeah. the lo- I mean the location thing is really cool. Whoa! Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then wow. having Twitter built in, which. It'll be interesting to see how that kind of pans yeah. out. The Twitter app for um, the Mac is pretty is really cool. It I la- never used it. It handles multiple accounts yeah. really well. I think as and, long as um, it, it looks like it, it, if this works the way it will um, 
well, like the other stuff is working where it's cross device, mm-hmm. then I'll be okay with it. But but right now the way the Twitter app works is like if I it am does, reading on my phone and then I go to the, yeah, read. and I don't want to have to go through all the stuff. But I've the, already one, read and, the, the 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 Twitter app for the computer itself is extremely slick. It shortens your URLs and video and pictures to Twitter things. So you can if you have a picture you want to tweet. You can actually just drag it into your tweet message. Yeah, no, and it that, does all that was really like, cool. The, like anything now, slick. you could take. You, if you're reading an article, you could take the article address and drop it onto your. They already they have um, an add-on that you can buy through the App Store that does all of that already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that I actually oh, I meant to go back and check mm-hmm. that out because it's another way you could and you can cross post it across all your different all your different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's sort of what exciting. Google Plus is going to have more integrations with things yeah. like um, well, let's like Instagram and stuff like that. Let's table Google mm-hmm. Plus for right now because we're going to talk about that after we talk about this. Okay. So hold that idea. Um, <laughs> the other thing that's really cool about the iOS is what they're going to do with the camera is that they're adding a camera button to the lock right. screen. Yes, which that is, is a awesome. small thing, but it's super useful. Well, and it's funny because they made fun of that in a Microsoft Windows phone or whatever it is commercial that mm-hmm. these guys were jumping out of an airplane and the guy could take a picture with his camera super fast, but the guy with the iPhone was still swiping yeah. and his, his parachute was falling to the ground. He was going I always to thought, and I hope that this um, camera um, button would also include video too which I assume you know let's well, go to launch it runs it, so the camera yeah. apps then you but what's nice is that so you do like if you hold your can- your phone like this now your volume button is the is the, the shutter button taker. is the shutter oh. button so about fucking time yep. they did that that's yeah. cute idea. Um, okay. they're adding a certain level of photo editing which is nice so you can crop yep. and rotate your photos yep. which is pretty neat um, you can remove red eye also they're going to add tab browsing to Safari within your iPad, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what's so what's cool about that is it looks like they're kind of um, they're doing it. So if you tap um, on an article that you're reading, you can read just the article and not all the filler around it, which right. is pretty cool. Oh, neat. So there's tabs over the car. Yeah, and you can also, um, they're kind of um, integrating, if you've ever used Instapaper, which I use, um, you can save an article and read it later. They're uh, they're integrating oh, that into Safari, nice. which is pretty cool. So I always see links to things on at work, and I don't and want to read it at work. And you've already things. had like a hint of this. Um, if you have, I don't know if you guys have auto-update turned on on your iPhone, whereas if you buy something from iTunes on your home computer, you can have it so it automatically appears on your phone without having to plug it in. Mm-hmm. It just, whenever oh, you're on Wi-Fi, no, or you can enable it for 3D. Yeah, so if you buy an app sinking. or a music video or anything, it'll just mm. appear. And it's really nifty, especially if you buy something on your iPad and you want it to just be on your phone. Yep. It automatically the, does that for well, you. Well, one of the other new things is with the iPhones and the iPads, you no longer have to attach them to computers just yeah. to, to yes. sync them. Right. And so if getting, somebody yeah, like your grandmother you, wants to get an iPad, you don't have to worry about syncing it to your yeah. computer. It can all be done They're saying you can. Oh, let's see. Where is it? It says... Oh, I don't know where it was written, but basically, yeah, you could plug your phone in at night, and while you're sleeping, it'll it update the i o the iOS or whatever. Really, and, yeah. yeah, actually, and you can force that too. You don't even have to be plugged in. You can just go to the settings app and say um, uh, sync now. Oh yeah, here Wi-Fi sync. Here you go. Yeah. Why are these sync your iOS device to your Mac or PC yep. over a shared Wi-Fi connection? So basically, once iOS five comes out, you <laughs> never have to connect it to your computer. Yeah. It will also do software updates. The other over thing, Wi-Fi. The one thing, wow. I'm going back to yeah. Lion, the, the two wow. things that I don't like about Lion is the new address book interface and the new calendar interface. The new calendar fucking uh, sucks. The calendar's that ugly. Yellow top, ugly. I can't believe you can't change it. Ugly. It's I know. Stupid. There's got to be a way to change it. It's just, it's forcing just, you to have it look a certain way. 
anything like way. that, they should have a classic thing. It looks Ugh. cheesy, Other, desktop publishery fuck, bullshit. And they have the little fake spiral And a fake ripped off yeah. page and stuff. The other thing dumb. that you can do on the phone, you can do on the iPad, is you can get a list of all your stuff. And on the Mac, you cannot get a list of all your uh, your upcoming dates and stuff. It doesn't do that, a list for you? doesn't do That's a list for you. I like that. List. Really I use list for all the time. Yeah. I know. You can't do that. So my big gripe with Apple fuck you Apple is that the one thing I was looking forward to the most is the one thing that I won't be allowed to do and that's the airplay mirroring for Apple TV can only be done with an iPad 2 and that's so basically you could have your desktop on your Apple TV so if you wanted to play your apps or your Mm. games on your Apple TV through that you could do that if you're doing a presentation you could do that all of those things you could do as long as you have an iPad 2 speaking of Apple TV they just did a software update yeah I just did that with Vimeo Vimeo is now I read about it I haven't done it yet delightful yeah you know what would be really nice is if they um, added uh, Amazon to Apple TV because Amazon just did a thing where Mm -hmm. you know you can do um, if you pay they're a direct competitor to that I know I know it's It's wishful thinking but oh is it on TiVo Mm -hmm. okay good because Amazon um if you do, I can't remember what it's called, but you pay like 40 bucks a year and you get um, free two-day shipping for all your Amazon purchases. Oh, Amazon Prime or whatever. If you're an Amazon Prime per, uh, user, you get unlimited Amazon movie streaming. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, so it's like Netflix. Cool. And yeah. they have a lot of titles that Netflix wow. doesn't have. For, yeah. So for $40 a year? Yeah. 70 Oh, Se- or 70? 70? Okay. 70. I tried to maybe I, I sometimes I remember prices lower, yeah. so I don't feel so bad about it. <laughs> 70. Oh. But um yeah. Mm. So yeah, and then so along those Netflix going up, that's actually uh, not bad. Fuck Netflix. Oh my god, I'm so pissed at them. But um so the, and then this whole idea of this whole uh, the iCloud living, you know, where like all your shit's going to be right. like up in the air, you yeah. know? That's like what do you guys think about that too? You know I don't what? Have a problem I, with it. I love the idea of iTunes, iTunes in the cloud. But the thing with iTunes in the cloud is that it will go through your entire music library, and even if there's stuff on there that you haven't purchased from the iTunes store, mm. if it's something that they have in the store, it will automatically mark and say, hey, we've got this, and that's in the cloud. And if there's other stuff that you have ripped from your own, let's say, CDs or, or acquired from other places, right. whatever you have. No, if, but you have to pay for that well, yes, service. Yes, yes. But, but, Is it 99 cents? No. <laughs> uh, right, exactly. <laughs> it's $25 a year. A year. Mm. Uh, $25 a year to have your entire music library your entire it's music like library giving you like a pi- license to be a pirate <laughs> which, right, is, which awesome. is great for people who are buying music and don't aren't buying aren't, don't have like DJ mashups and things like that that aren't you know professional Even, recording but if you have things. DJ mashups and stuff and they don't have it on there it will upload it and keep it on the cloud well, for you and I so think, anything they, they don't have you will don't will you think upload. one of the reasons are I guess maybe one of the smaller reasons that they're having to do that is because of services like Spotify Spotify because if now if you're listening, you don't know what Spotify is. It's um, a music service that was originated in the UK and now it's available in the US. And basically, with I think the exception of the Beatles, you can probably listen to any song at the at, at on your you know at any time for free. Okay, on your computer, but on your computer for free. But to have it on your phone, you have to. To have it make sense on your phone, you have to pay for the thing. Yeah. Because you yeah. can't stream any music down to your phone and you can't store stuff. And it does the same thing also. It will 
take your music library and try to match it up with what they have there yeah, and that you have I, access to. And I did that with mine. But, the thing about mine, the thing about that was I enjoy Pandora more because I like I like the fact that I can put in one song and it'll play songs that I don't necessarily know and that's a yeah, great that's way to find new music. Right. If I have to sit there and generate my own playlists and Spotify, I don't find it as well beneficial. How much would you want to bet that if Spotify is worth anything, they're going to have a genius functionality in their yeah, device? Yeah, I mean, that some, would be a great thing. Yeah. That would be an awesome yeah. thing. What I like about Spotify so far is, one, it's completely re- replaced Rhapsody for me. I mean, that's, like, over and done with. Um, it's integrated into Facebook, so all my friends on Facebook are also on my spot on, on Spotify with me. And then you can share um, playlists, get mm. kind of turned on to new music. Um, and it integrates with iTunes, so if you wanted to, you could use Spotify to update your portable device instead of using iTunes to use it. Um, hmm. It's just, and I love, I mean, um, it's probably like Pandora in the sense that you're not really supposed to use it, you know, at a bar or somewhere else. But every now and again, somebody will say, oh, can you play that one song? And now I with Spotify, I can just go, yeah, boom, 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 there, I'll play it. On your phone? On the stereo at work. No, you're playing it through your phone. Through my phone. Yeah. Oh, so you have you pay. You have oh, pay yeah, I'm now. paying the nine because I for me it's so. How much is it on your phone? It it's nine ninety nine for whatever you want to use it on for paid yeah. per month. month. I, per not per month. Yeah, per the month, free account won't work in the for phone. for unlimited streaming and yeah. no, you know, and and just the idea that like like the new Fountains of Wayne album came out and I was like, oh, I really want to listen to that, and I actually went and bought it on Amazon for like three ninety nine, and then I thought, oh, that was so dumb. I have it on every device I own. All I have to do is go onto Spotify and listen to it, you know? Yeah. So um, I really I really dig uh, Spotify quite a bit. Wow, for Fountains me, of Wayne. How long was it between the albums for them? Um, about two years. Oh. I, I tried Rhapsody for a while for that exact same reason. And I found myself going, oh, yeah, I haven't listened to this for a while. I want to go and put this in my queue of stuff that I want to listen to and, and take... Uh, uh, Listen to it later, and I found myself never really actually going Getting back, back and listening to, to stuff. And I never really used Rhapsody. I paid for it for like two months. I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I'm know. not using it. I'm this just, is not my thing. I'm still so like in that case, renting music. Spotify, yeah, Spotify is not going to do it for me but either. See, you, iTunes in the cloud, that'll do it for me. And Pandora, that'll right. do it for me. But you, it requires a mindset change, almost like when you're going from a PC to an Apple. Mm. Like you have to kind yeah. of change the way you think. And with Spotify... All you have to do is just, it kind of takes a little bit of a deep breath, a little bit of a, a, a leap of faith, mm-hmm. and realize that you don't ever have to buy music again. But you never have to buy music. I'm paying but, you really but you're paying $120 but you really a year not it. to buy music. Right. But why but do you need to own it? As soon as you stop. Because, because what if Spotify ever goes away? Or if... Okay, so you would you go to something else. But what I'm saying rent, is like... Still, I, I, I kind of on the same plane as Justin I don't have here. a Great Depression it's, viewpoint it's renting, of music. It's, but it's <laughs> renting music. Yeah. Right, but I mean, well... And I now guess, what about listening to it on a plane? Because that's something I ran into. You can it, put it on your phone and listen to it you later. You can save it. Uh-huh. You can cache it. You have offline. So then there's offline up to you, And okay. you can choose how many gig you want to cache Because that's something phone. I ran into with the Uverse thing because I said you know, you can watch online or whatever, but you had to be connected to the internet in order to do it. And there right. wasn't Wi-Fi on the plane. For me, it's very freeing in the sense that I don't have to spend money on music at all. But if I want to, it's there. And what's great well, is that if I want money. to... 
All right. Thank you, JP, for continuing to hammer home that point. I, I, I understand it. What I'm saying is that rather than having to buy a CD or buy iTunes or what have you, now I can do this instead, and I can taste and pick and try all these different flavors of music, and it's not a big hassle to do so. If somebody says, hey, you should check this band out, boom, I can check them out, and it's not a big deal. Right. Um, now that, that, and then if I that do aspect them, of it, I do yeah, like. And if I do want to own it, then I can buy it on iTunes, and then it's available on all my stuff, and I have a hard copy. Yeah, a hard for copy me... What? Right. For me, I would rather do the free service and stream it to my computer to see whether or not it's something I want to listen to, and then I'll go buy it on Amazon. For sure. Or go well, buy that's it just personal preference. Also, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, I would still rather buy it. It's worth it to me because of the way I can use it at work, and for the, yeah. especially since um, I will probably be DJing at uh, PEX in coming weeks. So really? it's worthwhile to do that. Really? Um, Newsflash. Apparently Dave is taking the dog out. I think the dog really Yeah, the dog go. was like really uh, okay. had the gun. Um, so, so speaking of other music sites, the other one I wanted to bring up was called Turntable FM. Because, and it's too bad Dave walked out because one of the things he was talking about was how um, he likes Genius to be able to turn him on to music or Pandora to turn him on to music that he wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. listen to. Turntable FM is a site that integrates directly with Facebook um, in terms of being able to look up all your friends and stuff. And you basically walk into a virtual room and you take turns being the DJ. And so like you might walk into a room that says... Late night, late nineties angst rock, and so people are reading, are, are playing songs, you know, to, you know, to do that, and it's it's very popular amongst a lot of the people that we know. A lot of the San Francisco boys are in there. Like Dan Mackey basically lives in there right now. He's like so into it, but um, it's really pretty cool. And like you earn points for turning people on to more music, and if people dig your music, you get like pluses and all this stuff. And so, where's the music coming from? Are you, are you playing and uploading it? It's or? streaming. It's streaming. It's like and like like Spotify. I think it's the same thing where it's just like it's grabbing it from wherever and letting you play with it. Hmm. As far as I can tell, you're not uploading anything, okay, or anything like that. So, um, if people are into music, you might. It's turn t- turntable FM. Well, back to the iCloud thing. That's I mean, a website. We've, we've, mm-hmm. we've website. definitely been moving into that direction for a long time. Uh-huh. I used to work for an internet hosting company a long time ago, and. One of the things that uh, we always talked about was everything moving to a hosted service. And it's about time. It's behind, really. It's still scary, though, to have everything you own not be anywhere. Third parties. Exactly. And and there are legal implications for businesses and for, for certain things. You can't store stuff in a cloud. Um, well, there's there's tons of accounting software that's that's web based. No, no, no. I'm not everything saying I'm not saying that it, the ability is not there. I'm saying that legally you are not able to store things on a server that you do not have secure 100 percent access to. Because as soon as it's on a different server, then it it goes into this whole different realm like outside of, of a network. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't want my personal. I, I wouldn't for want instance, Bank of America holding all my records in the air. You know? But for instance, even like Google Mail. Things like that, which is stored on Google servers. Someone that we know who works in the legal field says they can't use Google Mail because all of these um, documents that they get that are um, legal or government or um, or private because of the privacy. There's a lot yeah. of that going on. What the hell's word I'm looking with, for? Uh, with that, like hospital records and things like that. Proprietary knowledge and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah. just. You can't, well, especially it can't now, be on a public server. It can't be on a server that's don't like have It seems like anything is hackable, too. I mean, like any yeah. website is unsafe. There's nothing that's right. completely safe. So, you know, I, I can see. I mean, I liked, I'm glad that I'm not important enough to anybody to actually need to hack my records. But I, at the same time, I don't want to put any of my shit in a place where right. it could be, where it could be used, you know, where my identity could be. 
could be thefted. Um, yeah. Well, and that's you know, and once you go to the cloud stuff, I mean, that's the thing with like the the Chromebooks, which I almost I almost rented one for the flight back from San Francisco just to see what it was like. But again, mm-hmm. it's it's a tiny little itty bitty computer that doesn't do anything except connect to the web and use all of Google's online web yeah. apps. But it has Flash. <laughs> well, it's nice though. I mean, if you just need to be entertained on a flight, it's you know you could go read you know different you know you websites and things like that. Right. Well, of course you have an iPad, but I'm saying for people who would actually right. not have an iPad. They actually iPad. had um, my boss has stayed in the, they were in New York recently and they stayed in the Ace Hotel and from the room they had each room they had one of those Google Chromebook things yeah. and they had it loaded up with apps that were like tour guide information apps uh-huh. so you could use them to explore the city and actually take them with you. Right. But then the hook was if they you know the thing was if you decided to keep it or lost it or break it you have to pay it was like four four, six something like that that's pretty cool though they're expensive Um, it was a cool idea so with Spotify and with Turntable FM these are websites that you can only use if you're invited to use them Um, in the same way that uh, Google it was all. It was also invite only I think it still is kind of isn't it yeah Turntable FM is is a invite Turntable.fm started as invite yeah Oh, okay. But that's just part of the, I the I beta process that I they have. No, I, it's not anymore, I don't think. Oh, okay. Hmm? Isn't that just part of the beta process? Well, I think it's part of throttling how many only? people get yeah, on I the system. I think that's part of it. I think there's yeah. also uh, a value in exclusivity. Mm. There's a value oh. in oh, having yeah. something that not everybody else has. Oh, yeah. So I think that that's not the only reason they're doing it. I think it's twofold. Mm. You know? And that's what I'm also thinking. You know, Well, okay. One, do you think a bare website could get away with that? With um, doing invite only, it's too small of a niche. Well, with the and reaction not only of, that. with the exclusive exclusivity exclusivity exclusivity, exclusivity. of um, <laughs> Bear Four One One. I was making fun of you earlier, Brian. <laughs> I know. Well, um, it's contagious. Of, of Bear Four One One, and and the trouble that you know down here. I mean, you've banned it and gone back and forth, and it was huge down in San Diego not to use it and. Because of the exclusivity and and him picking who goes on it and who doesn't. Oh, I see. You're saying. Then it. it no, I don't think it would work at all. Well, but that's that's a little bit different. That's when you have the owner of a business choosing who can come in as opposed to well, the users. Okay. Yeah, but don't you think Bear Four One One and stuff like that is more to meet strangers where with the Spotify thing you're inviting friends because you want to people you have co- things in right. common with, but don't you want to meet right. more strangers? I'm not on Bear talking about like um, a bear Willy Wonka giving out golden tickets. Mm. Initially that would be what it was. You would you would find whatever, maybe you know, Ten people in each state, and you give them access to their site. And then you'd say, okay, well, after you've used the site for a month, then you get four free tickets to give to anybody else you want. But what does the wallpaper taste like? Anyway, Mm, then it becomes exclusive, (laughs) and it becomes special, and... Mm. And that's when you add value to it. And depending on who you gave those to and who they gave them to, then you could create like this... It's like a network marketing. Like Google. People were going kind of nutty there for a while about wanting Google Plus invites. I wanted one. I was like, well, fuck, I want to check this out. And I was actually going through a lot of trouble to (laughs) get one. What was the thing before? Uh, Google Wave. It was the same thing. And where did that go? Google Wave. Okay, I have to admit. Testing, yeah. Because now now we're really getting to the actual discussion is now that Google Plus has been out for a little while, what do you think about it? Um, And what's going on right now, I've seen at least four posts from people saying that they don't like the Twitter aspect of that anyone can add you. Anyone can add you on Google+. That's, right. but do that's Twitter, annoying that's, me also. 
if not, you're unprotected. Well, it's just, just go with me, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not arguing against whether what it is. We're just going yeah. with the premise of that anyone can add. Right. But sure. uh, the thing I like is that you have two options. When oh. you actually have three options. When someone adds you, you can add them to a circle. You can hide their thing in, in your list of stuff, or you can completely block them. Or you can do nothing. And you or can you can do, do nothing. And you can do those exact same things on what do you call it on Facebook, right? Right. Well, I mean, it's but they don't make it quite as elegant on it's, Facebook. It's a little. It's not as easy. Clunkier. It's not as definitely graphically a, pretty, but yeah. it, it's obviously competition to Facebook. Obviously, well, well yeah, uh, that's yeah. what they're trying to do. They want a piece of Facebook's yeah. pie, yeah. Yeah. and I'm, I, but I'm, but it's disturbing me more because you, you know, with Facebook, I can make my, I my my profile set so that only. Um, like friends of friends, and maybe even some friends of friends can't see me. Uh-huh. Like, so I don't get a lot of in random invites from people that I don't know. Right. Um, right. And it seems like I'm getting a lot of shit. On, I actually on think Google that Google Plus. needs to curb that quickly. One of the things I didn't take into consideration, and someone brought up, was that if you go to someone's profile on Google, you can see all the people that yep. have friended them. Yep. Right. To me, that's an incredible disservice to the user. Well, because, like, okay. for example, if you were a school teacher and someone Googled you and found your Google Plus account and saw that all your friends were like Barry McTasty and Ass Grabber, you know, right. you know, from yeah. Brazil. Well, and that's all that. that's I mean, the other thing too. I am <laughs> I am laying down the law with Google Plus. I absolutely refuse to to accept well, anything. Well, they're not supposed to be doing that, but they're not. Well, supposed the real to name, stop. they are. But you've accepted people because this is the thing I brought up and Reed Reed said. Um, when I, when I, I put on Google Plus, I said, you know, I'm getting sick of these weird things. And he goes, it really like, it's simple. Make a group that's something like strangers or whatever and just drag them into the strangers group but or whatever. Then, but then I'm associated with them. And that and I'm like, and it's and it's fooling me. But then they're in your feed. Then you're exactly. in their, your feed. And, and muscly McJackass, uh, you know, who sends around his thing because he's promoting some kind of dick, uh, nipple right. and dick website or whatever. Yes. I, would, I look in there and I see your friends with them and Reed's friends with them, whatever. And you may have dragged into this people I don't nope. know Circle? People I don't know if if it's a fake name they get blocked right or they get yeah. reported. No, this guy's see, a real name. I'm actually doing that. I'm actually but reporting. I, when I see people too. like Reed was definitely one of the people who had right. him in a circle. So that's deceiving to me because yeah. I don't know if he's in Reed's friend yeah. circle or it's right. Reed's well, weirdo so circle or what. It just shows that he's in Reed's. I haven't circle. seen that functionality where you can delete somebody or you can block. It's on the block. You just pull them into the block circle. There's a block circle. You just pull them into it. Yeah. Or but when you see the choices when you see notifications, I wouldn't even. The website. Yeah, the, Go to the, the website. interface on the phone yeah. is not nearly oh, as good as the website. Oh, the website is way more robust and easy to use. Go to the website. Go to the website. Look at the notifications. When the notifications show up, you'll see the list of people who have added you to circles. You can click to add them to circle. You can hide or you can block. And when you block, you can also report. Well, that's what right. it is. I've only been doing but Reed it on the phone. I haven't been doing it on the website. Yeah, that's I think not, that he was adding people to like that. people I don't know who might be interesting because he's giving them a chance. But then right. when I see, I see, oh, 41 of my friends have, have this douchebag well, in the their circle. Well, that's the thing with the circles not, is that I think different people are using them in different ways. Like Reed, clearly, when he goes to read his feed, probably the first thing he does is click on one of the side circles right. to make the feed what he wants it to be. Mm. Whereas with me, like I'm trying to make it so that Google Everyone. Plus is only more or less either people, people who I know face to face meetings or who I've cultivated some sort of relationship, or virtual cute. relationship with over the internet. And then or every cute. now and again, or no, I'm not even doing cute. Well, mm. maybe I've done one cute. But even then, like, yeah. and that's I, actually no, I will say that because I, I think I put them I in like acquaintances or something, mm-hmm. and and there's only two people in acquaintances right now. I've got like forty six people and friends and like 
maybe 60 people in friendly. And friendly means you, you just don't know me that well. Right. And I, you know, there's certain things that are only going to go out to people. And then I have family. And none of my family is on Facebook, but there are people in my life who I consider family. And there's only like maybe 12 people in that circle, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. that way I can get very specific and granular. I mean, I had, like I have a 619 Bearcast circle, so I yep. can send stuff out just to you guys. And then what I did last night was I just put out a note, and it's the last public note I'll probably do on Google Plus. And it was like, if you're looking for shit that. from me, just add me on Twitter. That's what Twitter's for. That's for oh, that if I want the world to know what I'm saying, I'm going to say it to Twitter, mm. you know, or to Facebook. But even on Facebook, that's limited because there's only a you know a thousand and nine people that can read what I write on Facebook. You know? So are people mm. updating on Facebook and then they update on Google Plus? Also, some people or are. Some are just forgetting. Some about people are. To me, that's almost sort of annoying too. Like I know Cobb is cross posting like like, yeah. like a madman. Is, is there an app that'll? Yeah, but Cobb's been doing that on for a long right. time. And he used to do Twitter, that with, 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 with live journal and the whole thing. And I get that because in the business he's in, his whole a lot of his business is social networking yeah you know you got to know all these people in different industries and, and and work with them and all of that so for his business yeah. it makes complete well, sense well i love instagram because i do the picture oh, and then instagram. i do the one post and it goes on friggin everything yeah. but it doesn't go on google plus so i'm not using google plus well give google plus time because eventually yeah. they'll yeah, make partnerships sure with all these third-party applications APIs. and yeah, yeah i mean that's the other thing too is that people I, i've seen people already like going like fuck google plus it's not blah blah blah. it's a it's a washout yeah, it's not gonna work it's barely out of its infancy it right yeah. you know it's like it's like almost like if you had a baby and it didn't start talking within the first nine months. You're like, fuck this baby. It's yeah. fucking stupid. <laughs> you, know? you have to admit, though, it hasn't necessarily gotten a foothold yet. When you no. go to your, you ha you obviously have more friends on Facebook. There's more stuff going on. on your well, Facebook it's still account on the invite it's more, only, right? It's more widely accepted. I guess. I think I Google Plus is still yeah. invite because only. I, I, I saw some people fishing for invites on Which Facebook. Which to me is again. part of the whole. Yeah, I actually sent an invite to somebody and they couldn't get on it. So. Yeah. Sorry, you can't get that. Yeah. So, but yeah. I don't know. It's a matter of seeing who, how many people adopt it, and I say I, we give it another what, two months, and if people have seemed to adopt it, then it may be a success. Yeah. I think not, I'm still going to use it because I think there's still there. It, there already seems to be like a little core sort of group of my friends. You know what I like about it mm. is that everybody who I add, I get to read what they post. You know, Facebook, uh, Google oh, doesn't choose what I get to read. No, which Facebook is also, chooses what I get to which read. Which is also very oh. nice because if somebody adds you, and that's like that that Dick, whatever his name guy, the Dick and Nipple website guy, <laughs> I was able to see what was on his page and uh -huh. say, okay, I see what he's about. Right, he's definitely not something I want to add, guy. which is nice. Right. Yeah. I have a, somebody wanting to friend me on Facebook right now who has his post locked down. He's asking my friend, I can't see his post. I can't even see pictures of him other than his. Right, and then I'm just like whatever. Yeah, I'm like that happened to be the Dude, just the other day, somebody who is on my friends list, for whatever reason, I clicked on his profile and I went to click on his photos and it says, so-and-so only shares this information with certain people. And I'm like, well, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> you nice. Well, you put me on my on your friends list and I can't even look at your photos. But then I was like, huh. God, you must have some like super friend list, you know? Yeah, but why wouldn't it show at least something? Well, you can really get granular. Like I yeah. made it so if you're my friend on Facebook, you can't see who my other friends are. Yeah, I do that because too. Because I don't. Why? Why do you need to see who if my friends are? If you're my friend are? on I have, Facebook, I don't you do can't see my friends, friends, friends. friends are. No, if you look on my profile, you can't see my friends. Oh, I yeah. know there was an option. You can go yes. in and do friends only, no friends of friends. Yes. Take friends of friends yeah. off. Yeah, because that means oh. one of your friends can see. Well, see, but I like friends, friends of friends. One of your friends can see. As a single man, I like friends of friends because then if some cute guy who knows a friend of mine <laughs> sees <laughs> me and I think I'm like, cute, hey, then they can go and they can see. I think it's like. Basic information and something else. But I was like, you know, that way they can be like, hey, what's up? Like, I just did that today. I was, oh, I talk about how I don't like adding people I don't know. And this really, I saw this cute guy and he's like, and I was like, and I saw, I literally did like, 
I was just, it's so cheesy. Well, that's that Todd Pixler. He's adorable. We've got like 55 friends in common, but I've never met him and never talked to him. And I'm like, I cannot with a clear conscience invite him to be my friend on Facebook. I just can't do it. He's actually a nice guy. You could probably get away with it. But, uh, nice I mean, I'm sure I could, but I just, I'm like. So I sent this guy's message. I go, I was like, I was driving around Facebook and I saw it and I thought I'd pull up and say hi. You know, it was so cheesy. I pull up and say hi. I know, so I think I even said like, I thought I'd. Uh, roll down my window and say hi or something oh. stupid like that and oh I was like god, god this guy you, well you know what hey to love me is to love all of <laughs> well, me well if he so. writes back to blow your heart then yeah. you know yeah I know I'm a cheese ball that's why I'm single I was like that's my game you know? <laughs> oh, I, think I, I have like the minimum amount of information on Facebook is public so they can yeah. see my name and where no, I was born and, and I've it. definitely and blocked all a public. few people who I do not want contact with mm-hmm. and everything and else you can blocked. super mm-hmm. block them and they can can't see comments you post on common friends posts and I've already like blocked that. I blocked three people on Google. Have you? Yeah, yeah. Just because they were they look creepy. Yeah. Uh, well, talked I, about four I haven't been paying attention I've though. So and tons bl- of people have been adding me. I've been blocking Whoa. the people. Uh oh. Oh shit, dude. What happened? Okay, go ahead. When did it stop? Oh no. Just now. Just it just to, popped up. Oh, thank God. God. They, are you still recording? We're doing, and if you're still um, listening, <laughs> we're doing a marathon session because we figured we hadn't done a podcast in a long time. So that's why this one's going to be um, mm, probably two like, parts, easily least. two parts. And you've got about twenty-four more minutes before I kick y'all. Well, out. we're really late. We're really done anyway. I mean, that's pretty much we've, we've gone through. Right, about, here. We're pretty much done. My yeah, dog gets go, me up get at six thirty in the morning. I've so I've been trying to get into bed by ten thirty. Uh, oh, you know, why we're still doing, um, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Christ. While we're still doing computer stuff, though, um, if you are a iPad person, um, there is a game called Groove that is visual and trancy dancy and touchy feely and super super fun, mm-hmm. and it works in um, it's it's part of Game Center. So if your friends play it, it's almost like a pyramid scheme. Like you get more levels and more stuff gets turned on to you. The more people you know who play, so you want us all to play Groove. Well, so if you want to, and then one. and then their games are affected by your play, and it's. I mean, I can show it to you guys after we're after we're done. You it's check app. I can check out a cool app real quickly called Dragon Go, and it was actually some D R A G O N. It's from the people who do Dragon Dictate, and um, it's a it's like a simple thing or whatever um, where you can search the internet by voice. So if I want to, if I click this button and I say. Directions to the nearest Jack in the Box, which you do it all will, the time. It will run. It will sense where I am. It'll run thing. Oh my god, the features now. And it'll actually now. give me directions to the Eek. find and give me directions Eek. to the nearest Jack in the Box. What I've been. Why using, is it sending you to Las Vegas? It is not. Oh, you didn't understand what I said. <laughs> no, I was talking while I was doing too. But the other the thing I've been doing it for whatever. It's like when you said before you want to know what that guy who that I didn't know what that guy looked like or whatever. John Berman. Who. Photos of... Well, see, now I messed it up. What's That's it called? Up. Dragon what? Dragon Go. Dragon Go. And I just did, like, D-R-A-G-O-N. But, oh, I cut myself off and I came up photos of semen. How funny is That's that? Right. <laughs> but... How apropos. No. Okay, oh, stop talking, Vito. Shut up, Vito. Sorry. All, right. All right. Well, or don't talk while you're typing. What are you trying to do? We know, you're not typing. You do it by voice. Well, then do it. Cancel. Well, it did it. So, oh, nuts. See, he said, oh, no. Does it Google do that, too? The Google app do that, Yeah, too? Google uh, app does, does it, too. It, but this does it with maps and stuff, too. So it's, mm-hmm. it's actually kind of cool. And what I do, whatever, we were talking about Tom Selleck, so I said, photos of Tom Selleck. 
And I think he probably just said Tom Selleck. Boom, it pulls up. Well, because I wanted photos specifically, so boom, mm-hmm. it pulls up photos of Tom Selleck. Oh, well. you should say, you know? you say photos. Uh, and you know what I've been using it for? If somebody says, "Oh, I saw this movie, and so and so, so and so was in it," I'm like, "I know that name, but who is that girl?" Right. And I say that, and it pulls up the picture. That's like, really cool. Right I like that. I'm gonna get but that the direction sure. thing is great. It really, it really does work. So it's free? just a little bit it's higher free. end. No, than it's. Google app. I think it might be 99 cents. But oh. it's totally worth it. Um, it really the well. other app that I got, which is really fucking cool, it's called DJ by a Logarithm. And if you've ever thought of yourself as all Cubs are DJs, if you ever wanted to play at BNE DJ, this oh, I've seen it's that. everything. Cool. And like, and I'll and just real quickly, I'll I'll throw wasn't on a song. The, wasn't that one the one that they advertised like when they came out with the iPad? I or think iPad so. Two or something. It's it's really. I mean, I can't believe how robust it is, and it, clearly it takes a second to get going here. Um, so let's see. Let's put this on ABC. <gasps> So can you pick your songs from your iTunes? Um, it picks your songs from your iTunes. It also has the album art on it. It also gives you the like you know a kind of a, a visual representation of, mm-hmm. of the music itself. So if I start playing the song, and then I can set like a. Is the mic picking that? <laughs> so you're just a little well, DJ. So that's pretty cool. And, and then can, re- can you record what you're doing too? Yes, there's a record button at the top. So if I wanted to, I could put ABC on my other turntable. And then I could play. Or find something else to do a mashup. And then I can sync them so they're playing at the same time. So and you can go back and forth. I mean, it's like it's, neat. it's like you're DJing, and what's nice for me is that um, oh I didn't want to do it sorry. <laughs> um, let me turn that off real quick. Is that when I'm at work, if it's kind of slow, I'll open this up and I'll just start DJing. Like I, and I don't do scratches and samples and crap like that, but it allows me to cue songs. Something that iTunes doesn't really do in a way that. I think is functional and nice. So right. it plays through the one and then goes to the next. That's yeah, neat. you can make it auto. Like you can make it auto DJ and it'll start and it'll do that. And it tells you the Sweet. BPMs of the songs and you can do mm-hmm. all kinds of crap. Like I was doing this where you put both songs on at the same time and you can sample stuff and bring it back and do this. And if you're really into it, then you can record it and then you have it as an MP3. That's neat too. Um, That's it's, a really it's neat It's 19.99 in the App Store say. for um, this, but they have an almost nearly identical version of it for the iPhone and it's only 99 cents. Oh. So if you ever just want to just fuck around fun with music, thing. it's That's super, like super that. fun. Oh, What's it called again? It's called um, DJ, and it's by a log rhythm. And just it's, DJ? Yeah. Wow. Like DJ, DJ, DJAY, and it's a log rhythm. It's R-I-D-D-E-M, I think, for that. So, Okay, so do we get into the tugs? Let's get into the tugs. Because we are super done. I have a ton. Do you want to go first since you have a ton or last since you have a ton? Get them out of the way. No, I'll go last. Let them go last because then people can stop. Well, then I'll go first. Um, I have tugs. Um, tugs to Mikey for putting together my birthday bonfire. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Doing work on that. And thanks to the folks that came out, and thanks to the folks that could wish me birthday wishes. And Dave got me a penny can. If you're a Cougar Penny-can. fan, oh my god, I'm so excited to play Penny Can. A what? Penny Can. Do you ever watch the show Cougar Town? No. Okay, you got to watch Cougar Town again. I anyway, there's this can. dumb game <laughs> called Penny Can. And anyway, it's awesome. Okay. Awesome. Um, so and um, and uh, special thank you to. Bryson, who bought firewood even though we didn't use it, and to um, Henry, who brought all the firewood that we could use and did, did use, and we had a really nice time. Um, to my pal Andy, uh, who I've had a lot of fun hanging out with while he was in uh, California. I'm going to go see him in New York next month, which is super exciting and awesome. 
um, to John Moore, who now lives in Fresno. Mm. Sorry, John. Um, <laughs> no. oh. To Sean and John, who Fresno. helped me get drunk enough to decide to go to Lazy Bear on a Sorry, whim. John. Thank you, Sean and John. I'm looking forward to doing that. And to Mike Kurtz, who's been doing tons of work um, with me at the bar, um, and just also because it was his birthday on the 2nd. Um, to my buddy David, who works for a high-end company that had an event during Comic-Con that I wasn't able to go to, but thank you, David, for inviting me and being awesome. And to toot my own horn, um, I was nominated for two Nikki Awards, uh, which are the yes. G- GLBT um, Community Awards for Best Bartender and Best or Outstanding Bartender and Outstanding Bar Employee. And we'll, maybe we'll put a link on Facebook if you want to use How the internet. How long is the voting, too. Is the voting um, staff? I have no idea. Okay. But maybe we'll put a link on our 619 Bearcast page and you can help me win a gold statue. Speaking of Kurtz, I was at his house a couple days ago and they're moved back Oh, the in. new floors? Oh, uh, the new floors. The new kitchen is amazing. And Which the place is looking really, first night in their new really house, he, they check in at uh, San Filippo's Italian restaurant. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to go Well, no, because they, they couldn't... Because uh, um, it was... Well, anyway, the kitchen is still was still mm. being put together. But oh my god, it looks amazing. Yeah. The backsplash is. Well, nice. it was an older house. It needed to be. It needed some good renovations. Uh, so it looks like they did a great job. Yeah, super cool. Um, so, I'm done. To uh, the one we uh, the listener David Fernandez Comic Con weekend we got to meet you. That's the David I was talking about. The David you were talking about. We got to meet you in the bar, hung out with you. That was great. I hope you had a good time in L.A. Though I imagine oh, it's not possible it. for you to have a good time in L.A. compared to San Diego. But whatever. Him, anyway. him and his co him and his coworker the ones who are always saying three is the new four because we talk about yeah. that as a whole. Yeah. Three is the four. <laughs> and uh, so it was very nice meeting you, David. Um, and as usual, tugs to Ed and tugs to David in uh, Denver, Colorado, for now. Denver for now. Yes. Uh Thinking about moving to San Francisco. Go ahead. Well, I want to tug uh, some listeners. Um, Chris, also known as Eastside Flip. Uh huh. Uh, He's a listener, so tug to you. And I also met uh, Travis and Chris. Um, They're from SD and they're listeners too, so tugs to you guys. And uh, got to spend some time with Skincare Bear. Uh, he's going to be a new listener. Do you guys know him? Tim Palmer. No, uh, uh, no, Tim? I know you're talking about bald yeah. guy. Kind of cute, actually. Oh, yeah. What's awesome his name? Man. Gosh, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's skincare bear on Bear Four One One. Um, I've not met Whoa. him. Skincare bear sorry. on Four One One. I know what I'm just talking right now. His phone. Um, <laughs> I bet it works. My buddy Judge came down and had an extra pass and. Todd used it to go. Skincare bear on bear four on one. If it brings that up, <laughs> oh, I'll be on. so impressed. Um, and yeah, uh, he spent funny. some time with me. We went out to dinner and stuff, and, and that was it was great. Uh, and he, my buddy Judge, that works for uh, a very large animation company, I, I couldn't believe he didn't tell me. We went to a screening of his animation, and uh, his his name came up as the the all by itself. As a producer, oh, and I was so proud of him. Um, and then uh, hanging out with Todd, Denmark. Todd F from Florida. We talked about him earlier. It was just awesome. He got me the signature with John Barrowman because I didn't get the random, the random ticket to go do it myself. Okay, and he okay. used his uh, contacts to get that. Uh, and um, Billy and Barry got to spend some time with them, and Dave and Jason. I don't so, see them very often anymore, so that was awesome. So Dave and Billy. There's my tug. Cool. I'd like to give a tug out to Mr. Rondelli for his fabulous pool weekend <laughs> for Comic-Con. Because it was cool. Because I didn't get to go on Saturday, but I went on Sunday. 
and to Cena. Although I missed seeing him when he was oh, here. Oh yeah, it was nice meeting. Um, give a tug out to him anyway. Right. Yeah, so. he was cool. That's it. That's it. Eight. I know. For such a skinny guy, he like chowed down. He's on probably a hundred and thirty pounds, smoke, s- s- soaking wet, and he ate what five slices of pizza. I know. Woo-hoo. I know. I couldn't believe it. It was great. I know. It was so nice meeting him. Um, to Todd Fixler, it was good meeting him. Ran into him on the Comic Con floor. To John and Frank, the Sunbeam Bears, it was great seeing them. They had a booth at Comic Con. To Sean and Maddie, um, having dinner with them um, a couple nights actually. And uh, that was really cool. To Cobb and Jason, who stayed with us and also let us use their passes, which was amazing for uh, getting into Comic-Con. Sean Finn, saw him on the floor. That was really cool. Billy and Barry. um, Oh, Sean Finn was here? Sean Finn was here. I don't know. He He was here here here. briefly, and he didn't really get in touch with people. I need to get in touch with people. I was like, yes, yes, you do. Um, I met Nard from the Bear Podcast. Oh, isn't he a hoot? He's He's so little. I know. And uh, Carl. um, And Cena, of course. And then also to... um, When I was up at Dore Alley in San Francisco, I got to meet the really adorable Brendan McQueenie. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh, my God. You can talk about that. Uh, and very sweet and really nice guy and oh, yeah, great, great smile photographer and, too. And his yes. partner is a great photographer as yes. well. Yes, um, just really nice guy. Also, Tim Butler, is his who Ray Ray? yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, he is a really good guy. And uh, sweet lab too, Bailey. Tim Butler, who was the one who gave us all the t-shirts. Yes, yes. yes. Actually, I've been chatting with Tim Butler. Yes. The nice guy, and also his friend Anders, uh, Chris F dash dash K and Edwards, uh, Jason and Steve uh, Fogbear and Petsmeister, Steve Freetag. Got to meet Mamouche and his partner, John. Um, really amazing people, and I cannot wait to hang out with them more. Big, huge tugs to John Winter, who went above and beyond. He he took us to the airport Monday morning, but to do so, he had to go pick up Joe's car, which was downtown. So he drove his motorcycle downtown to pick up the car, then came to pick us up, drove us out to the airport, and then went back, dropped Joe's car off, and then took the motorcycle back to the house. Why didn't you just take the BART? <laughs> well, I didn't know he was going to go through all of that oh, when geez. we went through it. It was just so, just what, a, what an amazingly cool guy. Uh, Donovan, Fred, and Dickie, and everybody else we saw at Dory Alley, to Jeb and Thomas for putting us up for the weekend, and also big text to my hot boyfriend, Mike. I'm done. Yay. Wait, what were we doing? Oh, right. Uh, so this was episode 93. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> oh my god. I, I told you I I know you get pants for these chairs. chairs. I do. We're going to do a two hour bonus episode. So this is the end of episode 93, and I am Dave. Goodbye, Goodbye Dave. Dave. I'm Vito. Goodbye, Goodbye Vito. Vito. I'm Justin. Goodbye, Bye, Justin. Justin. I'm JP. Goodbye, Bye, JP. And I'm a 38-year-old Brian. Uh, Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye, Brian. Oh, Brian. Yeah. All right, everybody get out. Let's talk so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy oh, how many people. It's so nice. People think I'm younger than I am. And they're not just being like... You're only 38? Yeah.